0: Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon with your hosts, Mistresses Mia and Honey. Before we get started on our podcast episode today, we have an update from Rick. You may remember Rick; he was the closeted crossdresser who we did the inter- an interview with uh, about a month or so ago. He told us that he, you know, he's a he he is a crossdresser. He feels like he has to hide it from his wife in order to be a good husband to her. And we did uh, just receive an update from Rick regarding that relationship. Mia, do you want to tell our listeners?
1: I will. Um, He actually wrote me last night and said to me that he wanted me to actually update everyone on um, on the next podcast. So I thought a better way to do this would be to read out his text, which was, uh, Mia, I just wanted to let you know the podcast I did was very liberating and made me realize some personal things in my marriage. I discussed with my wife and um, we have jointly decided that we have grown apart and it would be better to go our own separate ways. While sad, it's also the fair thing for both of us. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I don't have to hide anything anymore from her or anyone else. So far, we are doing well. Could you do an update on your next podcast to let your listeners know? So, just let everyone know. You can't change who you are. Everyone deserves to be happy and accepted.
0: So, I thought it was rather touching. I agree. Um, sometimes the best thing for a relationship is, the, is to end it. And sometimes I love myself is spelled goodbye. So... Um, Hopefully, Rick will be able to embrace cross-dressing and find play partners and friends and lovers who support this in him because everyone deserves a partner who is going to support them in what they like.
1: And, you know, this was an interesting fact, too, that that I've talked to Honey about countless times and the people that we've met over the years, and... When it comes to cross dressing, it's probably one of the bigger burdens that most men have to deal with. And one of my very good friends was in the other day, and um, you know he told us, you know, that he just has kind of lost interest. You know, he's got a ton of cross dressing clothes, but you know he has those two duffel bags, and you know he's packed his stuff in there, you know, with the hope that his wife nor his children would ever find those things and he said you know i can't hide them in my truck i can't hide them in my garage he's like nowhere is really sacred and i said well you know i've offered before you know that you keep your stuff here and he's like you know but my problem is when i travel back to texas it's you know one of those things you know do i buy some stuff and then throw it away of course not you know because he's got his um he's got his latex body wear he's got his his breasts, he's got boots, and he's got all this other stuff. And, you know, honestly, it would be... I did not know he was into latex. He, oh, yeah, absolutely loves latex with it. And, um, you know, he even has one of those uh, body face plates where it has the, the built-in breasts, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has one of those. Um, so he has a lot of accessories, but the simple fact of it is he said he's just tired. He's tired of hiding. Um, he said you know vanilla sex doesn't do anything for him he feels very um complacent with his wife his his life um and he has a very exciting career but he said he's lost all interest in that i mean he's definitely depressed very depressed and you know we addressed that within the last uh conversation we've had and you know it's it's just one of those things if you're not honest with yourself and with the people in your life or in your relationship with your cross-dressing or with your specific fetishes I mean that's why you come to us and you know it's great and we love it but for your sake you know it's detrimental
0: to your life and to your relationships yes so I mean you, you don't want to live a life of secrets you don't want to have to explain the locked door in the hall you know it's It would be better for all involved, especially when, with, with a fetish that is not easy to hide, to not have to hide it. Yeah. And I mean, listening to, to our friend, you know, it's just, I, I get so much misery, like with, with Rick, who came on the podcast, Misery, um, this man who, who, uh, commutes between here and Texas. Yeah, he misery. Absolutely. It's, it is a burden, but what makes it a burden is the secret. Absolutely. We're happy to help you with it and we'll keep your secret, but we also would love for, for our friends who cross-dress, we would love for our friends to have um, healthy, loving relationships as well. And it's not impossible. I mean, you guys heard Sarah J and his wife. Like any, any relationship has problems, but they have found a way to be open with that. And work together so it is possible it, re- it requires communication it requires dedication you have to want it not like our friend that we just were talking about he doesn't seem to want it anymore he doesn't seem to want anything anymore but just be honest with yourself be honest with the people you love and it becomes less of a burden now that we've spent, I guess, six and a half minutes on cross-dress updates and, you know, general relationship. Get on to the fun stuff. Yeah, let's talk about some fun stuff, because I'm going to get sad and want a glass of wine, and no. <laughs> we got brandy in the freezer.
1: Oh <laughs> my gosh, that
0: that brandy. Oh no, from when Dave was here. Yes.
1: So, Honey and I have decided that we're going to go through fat life and we're going to look at random lists and, or excuse me, a list of random fetishes and actual favorite fetishes and, uh-huh. and popular fetishes. And we can pick out the ones that we actually know or can explain or maybe tell an experience about. Or something that even piques our interest that we can talk about and go from there. So mm-hmm. it's all alphabetized, by the way, so that's pretty <laughs> <Yes>. convenient. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, honey, did you see something first that you were intrigued by or
0: that piqued an interest in? Uh, this one is just because it's definitely weird, but it, it the, the way that it's displayed here means it's been a, you know, it's a common one. Accents. Would
1: you believe that was the one I was going for?
0: A. Well, it's funny that you say that. Literally, we both had random lists of fetishes up, guys, and we both picked the same one to talk.
1: The about. first one. I mean, we could have chosen ABDL, aftercare cuddles, art erotica, anal hugs, any of these things. And no, we did? pick accents. Accents. <laughs> Well, I will tell you that I know someone specifically that I see very regularly who loves my British
0: accent. <laughs> do you have a British accent, do you? I do.
1: I do a little British accent. Do you do proper British or do you ever, like... Get white trashy. I get, get a little white trashy sometimes. <laughs> um, I do that and I do a little French accent and I do a couple of other things, but needless to say, <laughs> it's a huge turn on for him. So that's what I do. Wow! Yeah, uh, it's exciting.
0: That is so. For <laughs> an accent fetishist, yes. Do are are they all about one accent, or do, do they like lots of different accents?
1: Um, honestly, they usually favor between the the British and the
0: French. It's it's something about that classy romantic. I think so. I mean, nobody nobody's asking for you know. Even German, because you know
1: German, and nothing against the Germans, love the country. Yeah.
0: However,
1: love the food. <laughs> love well, I'm not. I'm not so keen
0: on the food for a lot of it. Well, that's because they haven't bit. had schnitzel.
1: <laughs> I've had schnitzel. What? <laughs> yes, I have. I've had a lot of German cuisine. It's just too heavy for me. <laughs> but I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I had an in-law who used to make. Um, a German dish that required a pig stomach. Oh, yeah, and it that's was involved. So uh, it is involved, and that's my point. Is I had a variety of foods in the German cuisine. However, <laughs> however, the German language is not sexy. Yes. Like, like I love you is ich liebe dich. Yes. you know that does not sound sexy.
0: Well, <laughs> even isn't even even isn't baby Liebchen Liebchen. What is that? Baby. Baby.
1: <laughs> oh, Liebchen, Liebchen. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, when I think German, I mm. think of German music, which is um, uh, Remerstein, Remerstein, uh, Rammstein, Rammstein. Rammstein.
0: Rammstein. There we yes. go. And it's... Uh, we also have an air base there.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. And it's uh, Duhast. You yeah, great, you know, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. you know? <laughs> but it's just to me that's like hardcore sexy. But, um, you know, he wanted, I think, a little more elegant, sexy. Mm-hmm. So, messy, beaucoup, you know, a mm-hmm. little French, merci. yeah, sexy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I did take three years of French in high school, not that I remember <laughs> half of it. I, I mean she would play. like a cup of coffee. I remember uh, les incompetents very <laughs> so. stupid. Is that what it is? Incompetent. <laughs> yes. Incompetent. It's always fun to, you know, point at something and go, Shuck you. <laughs> So, so accents are fun. Accents are definitely <laughs> fun.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you all know my my thing of of Bastionado, which yes. I absolutely love. I've told countless stories about that. I can never get enough of that though. That to me is so yeah, No, you like fun. you
0: like giving bastinato. Oh I love it. But you have you ever felt it yourself? Like have you have you bottomed for that?
1: You know, honey, you've never asked me if I've bottomed for anything and I am not a bottom bitch. I'm not, about it's not going to happen. So you you don't bottom for anything. at <laughs> no. all. No, and that's why you know even some doms that I've worked with, I've trained. They're like, well, you know, Mia, you have to you know experience it for yourself, and you have to be a bottom one time, so at least you
0: know. I'm like, look, hmm. it's not me. I, I and I say that some people just don't have that. I and, don't have it in me. You know, and I think the reason. Because I'm one of those girls who says, "Well, you really should, you know, bottom for things so you know how it feels," but you know, not everybody needs to experience it to know what it feels like. And yeah. and you know, I've I've seen you work, and you know, um, like you, you don't. I
1: know limitations.
0: You know limitations. Yeah, you, I don't
1: exceed that. No, you know, I respect boundaries. I think because you know, I'm not a, a, a dumb individual. I don't believe. <laughs> and i mean and you can just you know gauge someone's behavior
0: and how they act and respond to that well you're so good at reading people like if that falls into your your skill of reading people that you don't need to bottom because you can see what it does yeah like you don't need to feel it you can see it and so many and so many of us don't have that nuance like i have to know how it feels so i know how to how to like because if I don't know how it feels, then I don't know how to appropriately apply that.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I get that part. Yeah. But it's not like you're gonna have to bottom to feel it. You know what I mean? It's like you were testing the toys and testing the Yeah. Thing. That's great. <laughs> but I mean could you I mean, be who hasn't
0: shocked themselves but with a violet one exactly. at some
1: point? <laughs> but you couldn't be someone's bottom bitch and be like, no. Yes, master, you know. No, that's I, not me. I can be slightly submissive to my husband, you know, when we're intimate in that aspect. And that's cool. But to be a bottom in BDSM no mm. not at all not it's nothing there's nothing inside of me that wants to take a spanking because not only that I have <laughs> disprotrusions and nerve damage in my my ass and my best friend one time came up behind me and smacked my <laughs> ass and I wanted to punch her in the face you know oh my so yeah I have zero interest in impact play. Bondage or other things. Absolutely not. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, then, okay, then tell me what, why do you like, what is it with feet, the bostonata with the feet that intrigues you so?
1: Um, you know, I really think that one of my subs, um, I think the reaction of how the intensity can change so quickly, you know, it's like you can take and beat someone's ass and you can see that they have a better um, uh, understanding for for the pain level, and you know the tolerance can be you know gradual, and then it can you know increase and that kind of thing. But with Bastianato, there's not much give. Like one one impact, and you're kind of like you know you can start off very slowly, and that's great and fine. You can do a little ruler and a little tap tap. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, your feet are extremely sensitive, and I think that's what that really gets me. It's just, just a like, sensitivity. Oh, absolutely. Like we just, um, <laughs> I did a tickling guy um, a few weeks back and he is so ticklish on his feet. And to me, it, obviously it wasn't Bostonado, but I took this shaving brush and I just grinded it into his toes and his feet. Ooh, yeah, cause that's coarse. Oh, it's coarse. And it tickled the shit out of him. And he absolutely loved it, um, and he was just like, "Oh no, please!" And I'm like, "Oh, this this foot over here needs attention. I think it's I think it's calling for me. Let let me go over here to this foot, you know." And that <laughs> was so much fun. I mean, tickling fetishes—it honestly is my favorite. And we can go straight into that, honestly. Oh, you tell so me.
0: Nice. <laughs> you tell me. You remember that tickling fetish guy we yes, had? That one day? I loved him. I want him to come back and play. Cause I had so much fun with him. I mean, I was like, even I was sore the next day because of how much of my strength I was using to, to just like keep him down. Yeah. yeah. Cause we had him in this swing and you know, we tighten, you know, belts and stuff around his legs and his arms so he wouldn't move too much. But you know, he jumped in there and the swings on chains, like he's swinging around, he's swinging up and down. And you know, I'm using, I'm like on practically on top of this man just with my arms under him like no you're not going anywhere bitch yeah exactly <laughs> but gosh, it was just it's so, cuz so many fetishes lend lend uh, your attitude to different you know sensibilities and when it's just fun and you're laughing and you're just having a good time like i love the laughing Absolutely. I, I, I love any, I will love any fetish that is just lighthearted and makes you laugh. And so that, I love that with, with our tickling uh, friends.
1: And I think one of the fetishes, uh, one of the uh, sessions that we had with him one time, we were so engaged, we actually forgot
0: to film any of it. So it was like. Oh, that's why you were so attached to your phone that second yes. time. Like, I was getting the damn. Videos. Yes!
1: Yes! <laughs> because the whole time I'm thinking, oh, I just want to tickle his back so much.
0: Yeah, it was great.
1: It's just, it was great fun.
0: And when you, when you have a great laugh like our friend does, you know, it's just, it's, I don't even think we check, you know. <laughs> how long we'd be like I think we'd go until he couldn't take it anymore oh yeah and you
1: know he wanted like two hours with us that one time he's like I want to see if I can go two hours and honestly by an hour and a half you think about it he was breathless yeah he was just like oh my god I, he can't he even probably could, anymore. I mean
0: he probably couldn't even like move <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think he could honestly because I think that all the jumping that he does when he's tied up in the sling all mm. the jumping even his forearms were ticklish. It was such a blast. I, my favorite—I I started tickling the the inside of his thighs. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I, I will be. I'm happy to do any fetish that it, that will make everybody laugh at anything that's not serious. I don't like to take everything so seriously. Absolutely not. And you know, so tickling it. The laughter of it all. I love it. Um, I want to talk about clothespins. Oh, we use those enough, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I never did get those those metal clothespins. I know. Like, I got to get them. They're in the car. <laughs> That's what I figured. It's like, we talked about this like a couple of weeks ago. I got ago. Probably, of them, too. I mean, they're probably in the trunk of the car. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're safe. But see... Listeners, the reason I brought that up today was because I break those little wooden... Oh, yeah. Th- those little wooden clothespins. Yeah. I don't know. How, like, they just come unhooked so easily. Very much so. But there are some people, like... I typically only use clothespins on the nipples, but it's always a lot of fun if you have... if, if Like, if you're into cock and ball torture, um, like our friend... Uh, John, who 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 we've taken to my house a couple times. Oh yeah, because I will sit sit there with the clothespins and just like all the way up his shaft. Because that way, all you gotta do is touch the clothespin, and he's in pain. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that. (laughs) He loves that too. Because I well, because I I do like to make my submissives feel pain, but I also don't want it. I don't want it to be a, a, labor, a laborious activity for me. Absolutely. Like, I want to work smarter, not harder. <laughs> absolutely. So I'm like, okay, let me just put clothespins all over you and just <laughs> lightly touch you and watch you just, you know, completely writhe in pain. Oh, absolutely. And then he loves where you pull on his balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, he does. So I did both of hey. I did both of them. Like, I, I would, pl- I would pull, tug on his balls and then, like, flick my fingers on the clothespins. Oh, and my gosh. <laughs> I was oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you, mistress. <laughs> <I> love <it. laughs> He's so fun. I adore him. John, we love you. We love
1: you. We do. Come and back soon. You know, the last time he was here, I kind of tortured him and I did this playlist that I knew he would hate. hmm And I had it like replay four songs over and over again. And I left him in there for a couple of hours Ooh. in the dungeon. And he's like, you just tortured me with that playlist, didn't you? I said, "Fuck yeah, I did." Were they annoying songs? <laughs> oh God, yeah, it was annoying songs for him. I knew he couldn't take it.
0: That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah,
1: you know he's more of um, like a Leonard Skinner, you know, Eagles fan. Okay, I had Tiffany. I had <laughs> Tony Orlando from. Um, Tie a yellow, tie a yellow ribbon uh, around the old oak tree. Yeah, that one. So it was like da You know, it's just like very monotonous. So
0: stuff like don't sit under the apple tree there you with go. anyone else but me. Yes, <laughs> yes, that would drive somebody crazy. Yes, <laughs> and then that one song. I love that sadistic part of you. Oh, I did.
1: It was so much fun. What was the other song you are going the to The other song was that Tiffany song, I Think We're Alone Now. I Think
0: We're Alone yeah. Now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's nobody around. Yeah, and exactly.
0: <laughs> and he's just like, God, you tortured me. I said, yes, I did. I love it. Oh, my God. It makes me want to play polka music next time I have them. Oh, him. God, yeah. They're on some Brave Combo and <laughs> listen to down a the friendly tavern, everyone's happy there. Yes. Well, I told
1: you we had that one guy in. We're, we'll go back to ABDL a- because yeah, it's, it's still a huge. It's been here lately. We've had a lot of requests for ABDL. Uh,
0: yes. In fact, one of our crossdresser friends who we who we talked to the other day, like, Said it, a,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> and I, see, and and it, of course, I bring this up because it made me really proud of myself because I feel like I'm learning how to read yeah. people. And, you know, I could just, I looked at his, because I showed him, because you know how inside of the slave box, that's where we have a lot of the cross-dresser stuff, because y'all, it takes up a whole ton of space. (laughs) Yes. And in with the cross-dress stuff, we also had ABDL stuff. So we had the diapers Mm -hmm. and the, um, you know, the the, the pee pads and all, all of that stuff, and I saw his face when he saw the diapers and like he, he really seemed interested and he said, oh, I bought I bought diapers at the store once, but they were like the adult kind. They were Depends. He said, and he said something about I was like, it wasn't really the diaper of it. It was being a baby. I'm like, you need to be nurtured, don't you? He goes, and he paused for a second and goes, yes, that's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Wow. Yeah
1: doesn't surprise me. So about two weeks ago, we had um, a guy come to see us, one of our good friends, and he's into ABDL, and needless to say, speaking of, you know, interesting playlists, we actually did a uh, lullabies playlist. Oh, my
0: gosh. (laughs) And I know that
1: would be not your thing. It was not my thing either, but Amy, you know... That's Amy's friend. She saw him, and that was what she did. But it was kind of cute because they were, you know, there and cuddled up. And Bob the Builder came on, and then my God, (laughs) and then shoulders, knees, and toes came on. Oh my God! And I was like, I could not do any of this. So if you want ABDL, Honey and I are not the ones to do it. Really not.
0: And you know, (laughs) um, the fact that the cross-dresser who, who finally told me, like, yes, that's really what I want. I told her, he said, can you do this? I said, I'll do, I will try anything that is not, you know, I won't cha- do a diaper change and I won't do feeding. Yeah. Like, I will cuddle, I will try it. You know, you, you, when you see somebody who has a want, who has a desire, yes. and if, you know, it's, it's just like it's so hard to find somebody to – to help them with that and it, you know for me like that's a very big part of, of why why i do what i do i mean you know people when when you tell people you're a dominatrix and they're like but don't you have a degree isn't this isn't this kind of thing just for people who have no other options I said, no i really i really believe that i'm doing a service i believe that you know i'm hel- helping people fulfill certain needs that they can't otherwise get elsewhere. Get elsewhere. It's it's a privilege and a blessing.
1: Absolutely.
0: I it's it's I, I, I feel honored to be trusted with that, and you know it's I use the skills that I use those skills in in my work. You know that's how you that's how you learn people. That's how you you know that's how you figure out what people need but yeah that's of course that crossed into you know why we do what we do but yeah maybe DL is not our thing but <laughs> Dahlia does it very well though Dahlia enjoys oh, it oh Dahlia enjoys it yes well of course she does of course she does she's a mother she's a mother she's personal
1: I don't know if princess I don't know if that would be her thing But you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That might be something I have to ask her. Uh, (laughs) So I I've gone on fat, and you know when you kind of update Mm -hmm. each time, the random fetishes change. Yeah, and um, it's pretty interesting. So armpits, we've talked about this before.
0: The armpit licker The armpit. The guy who wanted to lick to lick the armpits. Oh God. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of people that like Dahlia's hairy armpits. That's right. Dahlia has the hairy armpits. I can't, I, I, can't, I don't know why I thought that was Jade. It's Dahlia. It's Dahlia. She really likes it. So, do men lick her armpits? Yes. How does she feel about that? Uh, you know, she's okay with it. <laughs>
1: I'm you a know, tickle. she's okay. She's she's so funny. You know, she's just kind of goes with the flow with things, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, what's another thing? Let's see. Well, there's body hair, you know, in general. So I haven't met anybody who likes full-on body hair, but
0: nah. no, I mean, and of course I guess it's pretty common a pretty common thing for, you know, people who sleep with women to want them smooth. So we've got a whole anti-body hair situation. Mm-hmm. What about Ooh, emotional sadism oh you just dropped down to the e's already huh
1: well yeah i'm still on the c's there
0: well you know we hey you're cool it's your list it's my cool. list
1: <laughs> so emotional what
0: tell us emotional sadism oh god it's a big one on here some people just really want to be treated horribly and I think that goes into a lot of um, when we've talked about extreme BDSM stories, and you know, we had someone who really wanted to feel like they were their life was in danger. I think it kind of works with that as well. But you know, the, these these fetish these fetish lists. You know, the bigger the the bigger the typeface, the the more popular it is. And it was, I mean, I mean, look at that, it takes up the whole line. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Let's see. There's also, this is really specific, glass dildos.
1: Yeah. You know, I've heard a lot of people, um, when they've had glass dildos, uh, they've either put them in hot water. Okay. Or they've put them like on a heating pad, or they put them in the freezer. Ah! Yeah. So, it it's because they're so versatile. I met someone here recently, um, became my friend, <laughs> 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 said, "Oh, I really like last dildos. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah, they're clean, they're non-porous, you don't have to use a condom with them. And um, I said, but they really don't feel like the real thing. And, yeah, I just and,
0: wanna feel the real
1: thing. Yeah, and, and she says, no, but, the simple fact of it is it's it's more like a fun little dilator for your pussy or your ass. And I was like, well okay. I'm not trying to
0: do that. I'm not trying to dilate anything. Well, speaking of dilate, <laughs> I will tell you, catheters. Ah, yes. Catheters. Would you
1: believe I know someone who loves that fetish of catheterizing women? And just Yeah, he loves medical play. So is that, so
0: he's probably into sounding as well. Though. loves to sound a woman's uretha yes is is this the 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 guy who played with uh, Gemini that time? Yes, like, yes,
1: and I think he wants to play with someone very soon here recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so why not? you know, yeah, let's see what else is there. There is... Oh, here's one. Geisha. (laughs) Oh, fun. So that... uh, Geisha, like, it definitely falls into... uh, Does that fall into race play or just... I don't necessarily
1: think so. I mean, the life of the geisha. Have you ever watched the movie? I have, yeah. You know, I think the movie was really absolutely incredible. But, you know... My um my brother in law he is Amerasian, and he said it's very insulting with Japanese culture
0: that you even call yourself you know or refer to someone as a geisha as a geisha yeah it's very insulting. Well, because it's, I mean it's just like the whole comfort women situation like exactly. this is like these are people who are basically enslaved. Yes, absolutely.
1: So and that, more or less prostitutes in their culture you know yeah That's what they call. But it's
0: I mean it's definitely you definitely have a very specific set of, I'm going to say it's mostly men that really like to fetishize Asian culture. Maybe, maybe so, honestly.
1: Yeah. Maybe so.
0: I mean, I, I, again, I'm not, I don't have any data on this. I haven't looked this up, but it's, I've only ever heard of this kind of fetish from men. Yeah. I don't hear about that, that kind of thing from women. But I
1: think you know. I think Geisha women are absolutely gorgeous, and I certainly wouldn't wouldn't disrespect that culture. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think it. I'm, honestly, I'd be like, "Oh, it's kind of complimentary." Honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me go back to a abrasion play. Oh well, we've done a lot of that. Because <laughs> isn't that? It, I mean, abrasion. So that's just really impact play, right? Well, but it's
1: abrasion as you're leaving. You're you leaving know leaving marks. Yeah, leaving a mark, you know. Um and with abrasions you can even draw blood. Mm. You know, it's um you know abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> for abrasive lack of a better word. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know. Um but it's again it's a little touchy thing you know we don't play hard like that
0: we don't about it i mean that's what we tell our friends you know i'm not gonna leave a mark on you unless you specifically ask me to do that absolutely
1: (laughs) it's not our thing per se but you know a lot of people they play hardcore and you know get rough and all that Mm -hmm. and that's you know, what, the funniest thing is, is, if anyone ever inquires to say, hey, I want to come play, play in the dungeon, mm-hmm. and they're like, but I don't want any marks, I'm, I'm, I always say, trust me. Unless you ask for it in some form or fashion, there's no marks.
0: Mm-mm. Like, that's not our goal. That's not what we want to do. Not at all. We want you to be able to be, walk out the door. <laughs> so I saw one, okay. Dr. Nurse Play. Oh, so like that—that that can be role play. That can be medical play. Yes, um, you know.
1: And I think Davina, who we had yes. last, and you just aired her episode. Mm-hmm. I was laughing my ass off at the gym this morning listening to that that episode. <laughs> but she said she she had that fantasy where she actually wanted to have some type of medical exam play. And there's actual porn, and it's called gyno porn. Okay. And gynoporn is kind of like a doctor nurse scenario where um a doctor and or nurse. Um this might be more specific to just say maybe doctor and nurse dressing up playing with each other, but gynoporn is doctor playing with a patient. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Davina was talking about is doctor with patient. But a uh, gynoporn that's they do all sorts of things on there, catheterization, Sounding rods, um, you know, forced uh, orgasm, control—all that.
0: It's a lot of fun. And probably the cervix stretching, all that. Oh yeah, they do a lot of other kinky shit in that. You know, (laughs) look, I do not want my—I do not want any kind of dilation unless it is medically necessary. (laughs) Yes. No, thank you. So, um, fingernails fingernails we actually have somebody local who he loves fingernails loves fingernails. actually yeah we our friend our friend uh, I don't I haven't given, I haven't gotten permission to say her name but our friend with the long hair <laughs> she loves getting fingernails down her back and we actually there is a local player who um, he's a, he's a sadist and he has sh- sharpened nails like they're points and he has painted onto his nails like a layer of bulletproof glass, something or other. So his nails are really strong. Now, when he plays with our friend, she's she's gotten him into spraying alcohol on her back before and after. Wow. Uh, Yeah, she loves that sting. But yeah, he um, this th- this young man, you know his his fingernails are his toys. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, do you just own right? Yeah. And I was of course I looked at him and I'm like, I mean, like I, I could do you, you would I'm like you wouldn't have fun with me because I wouldn't let you do you know I would I wouldn't let you go far like you can scratch my back like in a, in a nice <laughs> way, but there's no way you're cutting me with those freaking talons of yours. <laughs>
1: So, um, do you see anything
0: that's interesting to you? Because, you know what? I actually really like the blindfolds. Oh, wow. It goes into that whole sensory deprivation. Absolutely.
1: And we have multiple actual blindfolds, so why not, right? Absolutely. Um, I saw more recently at this last event Mm -hmm. than I think I've ever seen, and that's kilts. Kilts. It's kilts that if you type in uh, fetish kilts on FetLife, Life, if not FetLife, Life, um, excuse me, Amazon. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: Do people, I really want that in my Amazon search? Oh, you might as <laughs> well. Because what, what's the, the fetish aspect of it is they put leather straps on it and everything else. And it's become a huge thing now. You see a lot of. of Fetish people, fetish
0: lifestylers wearing kilts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a rebel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a rebel. My sub, he has he has a leather kilt that he- I have him wear when I want him to. <laughs> uh,
1: we've Easy had access. We've had.
0: You know, I've I've seen demo presenters come in in kilts. You know, it's. it's I, I don't. It, it, I feel like it has somewhat to do with how freaking hot it is here in the summer. And these men know that shorts just are not kinky. Like, you, there's no, there, there's no way to put a man in shorts to make that attractive. No. Put on no. a kilt. Yeah. That's so much hotter. Yes, it really and is. And you get to breathe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear any undies. Don't wear undies. <laughs> no undies are allowed wearing a kilt. There's this one that I see here that first sounds interesting to me, but then sounds it's like something that is very not like just not something I'd want to be a part of, you know, in my, you know, with my role being what it is, 1950s household. Mm-hmm. And that to me just kind of it's 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 about that dominant and submissive role being put into all all of the other aspects of the life and um
1: and it's more common than what you really think.
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's, there, there's always been nostalgia for the 50s. Absolutely. I mean, everybody either wants to be June Cleaver or to be married to June Cleaver. Well, you know what? June Cleaver had a set designer. She didn't actually vacuum. <laughs> but I don't know. It feels like it's more just about solidifying those DS roles. Absolutely. Um, there is also ah face sitting and smothering. Mmm. Now, of course, that's part of that is is breath play. Part of that is bondage. It all kind of goes together, but smothering is fun. I do I I, I do like to do that to my sub. <laughs> yeah, bet <that> you do. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so what do you do? Do you just top it? Um, oh, absolutely. But there, I mean, there are times when, like, I know he's really enjoying himself. And so I'll actually, like, plug his... I'll take my gloved hand, plug his nose, and put my <laughs> hand over his mouth. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah okay, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and, of course, it's... a, And you can... Add a little bit of, you know, degradation and humiliation to it. If, you know, post-play, you know, he's finished and he, the product is in my hand, put it on his face, on his mouth, on his nose. <laughs> exactly. How many times have we done that? A lot. <laughs> <clears throat> Let the, let's see. Hmm. How about over-the-knee spanking? over the knee spanking so that's 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 a
1: little different i dropped my phone yeah i was looking at it (laughs) (laughs) otk spanking (laughs) (laughs) um you know how many times has dahlia or ginger told us about their good friend tom and they've both seen tom they love tom but tom's the one that has the fetish for the legs and the lights and all that Mm -hmm. but he loves over the knee spanking
0: like, he wants to be bent over on mm-hmm. the
1: knee. Yeah, he he's actually goes across their lap. And it's it's a pretty common thing um, that a lot of men like. They like the barehanded spanking with being over the knee. And I'm sure there's a lot of women who like that as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I enjoy a good spanking. Um, I have no desire to be on over somebody's knee, though. Mm-hmm. To me, that that's kind of like a forced child role. And, I, like, that's just not something I'm, I'm no. not something I do. Not your kink Not, <laughs> not my kink at all. But I do love the spank bench. I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. the spank bench. <laughs> what about um, pinching? Pinching, huh? Yeah. Pinching. <coughs> well, I mean, what's. So different between pinching and a lot of nipple plate we do.
1: Not much. I mean, unless it's just over-the-body pinching, but, you know. Mm
0: -hmm. i got to say one of my favorites is, uh, well, here lately, one of my favorites is edging. Oh, absolutely. I had a lot of fun. We had a a friend come in about a week ago one evening. Mm -hmm. Um, He heavily into pegging and edging. And I had so much, I really kind of got into the edging of it, and I just realized just how much fun it is to just take it really slow and and get them all nice and frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so much fun. And so after <laughs> that, like, I played with my sub last night, and it was all edging. But of course, I'm not a bitch, so he got to complete it at the end, but... <laughs> It was a lot of edging. Leave <laughs> <Believe> it. <laughs> now, pet play. Oh. I, I know that's not your thing either. No. We do have some friends who love it, though. We do. We really do. Power to them. You know, we've had puppy players. We've had <laughs>
1: horse players. That's another big one, too. Of course. Yeah.
0: So, you know, to each his own, right? Well, it okay. It kind of goes into the whole furry mm-hmm. situation what animal you, you've, you've dated furries what animal what kind of play was it what kind of animal were they?
1: um I believe he was a fox and his boyfriend oh, I don't really recall what it was I want to say it was some other type of small animal like raccoon or you know mm-hmm. something to that effect but obviously, furry animal. <laughs> you know, and it was fun. The sex was fabulous. I mean, it was just, we had great sex. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, if you haven't experienced, you know, animalistic play, I'm just saying, you know, you really just have to be in that mindset, I think, at the time. You know, there's a lot of licking and, you know, not pawing in, in a bad way, but more or less like... <sighs> I don't know. Maybe just—it's <laughs> just kind of weird to explain, I guess, if you haven't been in that scene. But, but
0: I mean, so the thing I can get into about it is—it's the whole primal situation. Yeah, I, I can—I can dig that. And there, I mean, there are plenty of times during sex it gets primal. Sure. I mean, it's all—it becomes all about you know, just going and and, and the, the gut guttural noises and. I, 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 can, I can see the value in that, and I can enjoy that p- aspect, but, like, don't lick me like a puppy. I don't want that. <laughs> like, I just... Like, give me a towel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, we more or less, like, licked each other's mouth, you know? Like, the,
0: like, like lick their lips?
1: Yeah, like, lick their lips l- when they open their mouth a little bit, kind of, like, lick their tongue, you know, like okay. tongue licking, that kind of thing.
0: So no no actual tongue baths going on? No, no. I mean, that's just,
1: you know, there's a little bit of that, like, on the back. And, you know, just erogenous zones. But, um, but yeah, I, you know, you just kind of have fun with it. And make it, it's more like cutesy sex to me than it is, like, hardcore primal. You know, like mm. tearing clothes or anything like that. Because, you know, they were cute. They would have little butt plug tails and little ears and... You know, it was cute. It was cute. You know, put titties in his face and suffocate him a little bit. Gotcha. You know, that kind of fun stuff. (laughs) So, I know you and I have talked about this. We've talked about rimming before. And we had this conversation and you were like, tossing salad, what is that?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like it, it 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 did not. I don't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> Tossing salad. I know, right? Please explain to our to our <laughs> friends here what that conversation was about.
1: You know that terminology that was has old terminology, but someone told me, and I don't know how true it is. They said that it was a term. That was used in prison, basically. That's you know, like punishment. Mm-hmm. You better eat my ass. let toss my salad. God, it's it sounds crude. It really does. But um, but rimming can be you know very erotic. And other people are, were kind of like, I know certain people, and they're totally disgusted by the fact that they would lick ever lick anyone's
0: ass. <laughs> I won't. Lick an asshole. Mm-hmm. But I've discovered it doesn't feel bad. It's an interesting wow, feeling. It's a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they even
1: have the toy that has a tongue to it. Where the tongue What? Moves, yes. And you can put lube on that toy. On that tongue.
0: Oh my god.
1: And talk about dirty feeling. It's like oh, fuck <laughs> go a little deeper wow yeah let's see what do you see now dun dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I
0: see I see uh, I keep jumping around here <laughs> um this is kind of interesting uh Genital piercings? Is that um, Yeah, it's a thing. I mean I know people do it. I just, like <clears throat> didn't realize, you know, it was actually a fetish, but there's fetish. Right? Yeah.
1: You know, if you go on to there's certain like um if you type on uh, this one site and it's called XX XX Extreme Porn. Mm-hmm. Um they have videos that a woman will be pierced multiple times with you know, large size gauges and her like vaginal lips. Mm-hmm. And they'll literally like pull you know, yeah, they'll uh, you know, they'll hook up hooks
0: and pull her lips apart. Oh, so it's penetration. Of, okay. So it so it, it it does kind of fall into the the hooks.
1: Yeah. And, and genital piercings, you know. Oh. Um, I mean, that's more of an extreme thing. But I mean, I mean, how many girlfriends have we known that have had their, you know, clitoris pierced or, you know, a lip or? I tell you, hood? I was I was
0: always too afraid to do it because somebody told me that there is always there is always a chance that you could lose the feeling
1: oh, in your yeah. clit, and
0: I was like, I do not want to risk losing Hell that. No. I'm like, I'm I'm not even gonna take that risk. Hell no. Oh, my God. That would be horrific, honestly. Yes, it would. I just... It it sounds like a terrible, terrible punishment, and I don't want to be anywhere near it.
1: Okay, so I see really funny one. Okay. And it's small tits. Small tits. Is that not hilarious? So, I knew someone a very long time ago. Uh Uh-huh. And his name was actually David, which is really funny. (laughs) (laughs) And he was a weird little David. Um but it was funny because um he liked this woman uh who kind of came into our circle and she was very flat-chested and he was just completely enamored with her and i was like what is the fetish with the whole little tits thing you know and he's like more than a mouthful is a waste and I was like "What? yes I was shocked
0: who doesn't want a nice pillow of boobs
1: I, you know what I think somebody that was into a little bit of (laughs) daddy daughter role play so block
0: that out there because
1: he was in one of those things all of his fetishes did not line up to anything that I liked but he was (laughs) an odd bird to say the least
0: small tits
1: so if you like small tits you know I don't know. Not not offending. Not a kink shaming.
0: No, no, no. It's not our thing. Yeah, (laughs) not something that we truly understand. Both being women who have big boobs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And who love big boobs. Exactly. The bigger, the more fun. (laughs) Exactly. So, (laughs) anywho, you know, and it's it's, are, are there any more that were jumping out to you?
1: You know, there's always a
0: lot that jumps out of me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you know, I still love. it. You know, we're on an S already, Sisification, and I, you know, I have a soft spot for my cross dressers. You really do. I do. Um, and we've always talked about our cross dressers. And um, but I've thought of something. I had an email, and I'm going to read it. Okay. Um, it's actually from one of my um, Twitter followers. And his name on here is Little Wiener. And he has some numbers thereafter. But um he said he stands 5'11", 240 pounds, and he has a whopping 3.5-inch wiener. So he says he's a big man with a little penis. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> yes. He does not have a picture of it. Don't get excited. I will look at his profile. But he said, Mistress Mia Ray. I just came across your podcast on Spotify and absolutely love it. I'm a big fan. Tommy from Oklahoma. Mm. I said thank you so much. I'm glad you love it. We appreciate you listening. Thank you, Tommy from Oklahoma. Yeah, I thought that was great. And, you know, our numbers keep going up. And our fan base keeps growing. And, you know, we thank all of our listeners for, for one. I mean, we couldn't honestly keep doing this if, if no one enjoyed it exactly
0: but. and we're, we're just so glad that you get a kick out of things that we talk about all the time <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is this this is how a conversation would go just you know between the two of us and it was you know we, we love that you you get something out of it and you know I love getting the comments of you know I thought I was alone and now I know I'm not it's it's it's, it's it is really great um we do have new features for our listeners who listen on Spotify. Um, we now have the ability to put to uh, write polls and uh, post questions for listener answers. Um, when this episode airs, I'm gonna pose a question about um, what are the interesting fetishes you've heard of, or that you have that would be interesting on that same list that we've been talking about today so if you listen on spotify you know there's now that i have the ability to ask you guys questions and get your opinion on things i'm going to be utilizing that a lot for in the near future Absolutely. so it just it, it it does allow you to be more involved with what we do and you can, and you can directly influence you know how what we talk about this way so please, you know, listen on Spotify, and we can uh, we can engage a little more. We can we can we can ask questions and answer questions.
1: Yes, and honestly, you know, that's the whole point that that Honey and I do this is that <clears throat> we can make a difference for anyone. And you know, I mean, it's it's very evident that you know it does impact someone when they talk about their fetish like Rick, you know, and it has ultimately changed his life, his relationship at this point. Uh, we have John, our former Mormon, mm-hmm. you know, he talked about it. He's wanting to start his own podcast uh, about religion and, um, you know, issues mm-hmm. obviously in the Mormon church. But, uh, but just the differences in reaching out, uh, reach out to your community and people in the lifestyle and, and really discovering yourself, I think makes all the difference absolutely yeah and we're always happy to talk with anyone and anyone who wants to call in and do an interview with us honey and i are
0: always more than receptive to do so absolutely we we love we 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 want to give you we want to uh make sure you have your voice and if there's anything we can do to help that we will well thank you so much for joining us for another episode of mistress mia's dungeon we hope you have a kinky day